Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Big Chris Live or Not So Live, uh, as the last couple of episodes have been. Um, we'll get into that in a few moments. My guest behind me is Melanie Martin, return guest, first return guest on the podcast, and uh, rolling solo. So it's just you and me, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you want me back. I thought I was like the reason you got canceled on Facebook. <laughs> no, well... <laughs> Okay, so, yeah, there was that one moment, but I was the one who came up with, I was prompting you, I was egging you on, so I guess that one, yeah. the whole dick thing was uh, probably my fault, or at least my fault for allowing it to happen, and maybe I should have yeah. known better, but I got two strikes now, Melanie, I can't live stream for 30 Dude. days, I was a 30-day ban, these are the rules here, I'll put them up on the screen, can't post or comment for 24 hours. And you can't go live for 30 days and you can't advertise for 30 days. Well, I don't have any money to advertise Mark Zuckerberg, especially after this fiasco. Yeah. Uh, I have to worry about anything there. Yeah. Mm. And that was a, that was a misunderstanding. And I, I said, I, I disagreed with the, the thing. And I said, I want a different review. They, they, and then they replied and they said, we can't do a second review on this because of COVID-19 we're overwhelmed and we don't have enough staff to do extra reviews. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's bullshit. So I still have to be in Facebook jail for 30 days, no live streaming. And therefore, <laughs> Big Chris Live is Big Chris Live to tape. But Live-ish. Yeah. Live-ish. <laughs> I promise no edits. Although, I guess that means we can show dicks now and not get the live stream pulled, if we so uh, choose. I don't, I don't have any dicks ready. That's... <laughs> sorry man it's okay it's, it's just really funny hearing melanie say i don't have any dicks ready <laughs> that phrase is just strange unto itself um we have a load of stuff to get to and uh firstly i'll just say thanks again melanie for coming on on the podcast uh again and i realized looking back that um i've only had two female guests on this podcast my wife what? And you, you are the only two females. The rest has been a complete sausage fest. Uh, yeah. So I was like, I need, I kinda, need to mix it I'm up. I'm not surprised. I'm really not surprised with you. But thanks yeah. for having me back on, man. I I, yeah. uh, I love hanging with Jeff. Yeah, the last episode was a roundtable on professional wrestling. So, you know, uh, I was like, it just got a little too sausage, even for me. Yeah. You know, I think anytime, anytime you include the word roundtable, it's like, that's just, that's just yeah. men. I don't know why I think that. I, I didn't see I didn't see or hear that episode. Don't. I'm sorry. Yeah, you won't, you I won't. will there's have nothing. to try to listen to no, it. No, there's nothing there for you, Melanie. <laughs> Why aren't you doing a roundtable on your favorite show? I'm surprised. <laughs> on on Oak Island? Yeah, when's that one coming? Uh, you know what? Actually, that is in the works. Uh, we're going to try and line it up uh, close to the season finale of uh, oh, The okay. Curse of Oak Island. Hopefully the only finale because it's just <laughs> been dragging on forever. Um, so there is that sideline. Uh, so I also would like to mention, too, that we're going to subvert this Facebook lockdown on my uh, live streaming. And we're going to do that through our mutual friend, Melanie, DeanBlundell.com has offered yeah. up DeanTube, uh, so we'll be able to live stream via DeanTube, which is, of course, YouTube, uh, but DeanTube. Uh, so we'll be doing live streaming there in the meantime. Look at you getting around the man. Yeah, I know, right? And what a what a pirate rebel to uh, partner with <laughs> to uh, to help make that happen, right? Some yeah. reason, even just saying the word DeanTube, it sounds dirty. You said, yeah, DeanTube, you know, I don't know why. It's, it's that capital D. Yeah, I, I think. Um, also, off the top, I'll mention Mel. Maybe you can weigh in on this. That um, 
that uh, Lisa's in her third trimester officially this week. Oh, wow. Is she already? Third, yeah, already. I know. I know. I know she's not feeling that way. I'm sure she's not feeling that way. But for <laughs> me, on the outside, it's like, wow, already? I know. I know. It's it's flying oh, by, right? Really? So April's coming yeah. quickly. What what are the big challenges of uh, trimester three for you? Uh, a lot of the usual. For things. you. For, oh, for me? <laughs> for me? Oh, for me? Well, we uh, did leave uh, last night and we got to Dairy Queen just in time. Uh, to ah. get to get a an icy slushy thing that she was craving, I you know she just said we got to go. I'm like, all right, I'm all right, shotgun yeah. for that ride. Um, but then uh, the other thing is, is I have to do upper boots now. She's got to oh. <laughs> she's got to sit down. I'll put the picture up too. There's me doing her boots up, and she's got her feet. Look at that! Look at that! Look at that! Those big wow. strong arms taking that foot and just mm, wrangling it, just being a man, yeah. being a man. Yeah. I- you're a good man, Chris. You're a really good man doing that. <laughs> I like Tell I you talk mean to that. Chris daily. Here's the thing. I talk to Chris daily, so it's a little, you know, BTS behind the scenes. And he often talks about all the things he's had to do for Lisa. Yeah. And I'm constantly reminding him she's growing the human inside of her body. Yeah. Yeah. Just because things. you help with the shoes, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, like it's sweet. I'm glad I you're doing it, but the heel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> throwing in there. Anyways, yeah. the Dairy Queen was a nice side thing too, um, and uh, I, I'm okay. Yeah. yeah, thanks, Mel. You're you're 100 right. You know, I'm I'm always trying to play the hero, and I like I always I always blow my horn. Doo doo. Look what I did. You know. Yeah. That's just part of that's part of what I do. No, but it is it is very sweet. I don't want to like. I mean, I just want to remind you that it's her doing the work, and I'll, and I'm sure you oh, know yeah. that already. But yeah. um, you are pretty sweet to her, which is nice to see. Thanks, Melanie. I love my yeah. lady. I love my lady. What can I say? I know you do. Um, and I'm I'm so glad, Mel, that we can have you back. And and it's not just that I'm trying to check the box. You know how I hate box checking. Yeah. You know. Um, but we we genuinely have matters to discuss today, and we're going to touch mm-hmm. on. Um, well, I, is the cannibalism fetish? Is that is that a way to tease this up, Melanie? That we're gonna get to a lot of stuff, but that's one of the things that spurned us. I said, you know what? We got to do this on a podcast. Yeah, I think it, I think it is a cannibalism fetish. That's I what we'd call don't it. know what else to call it. Okay, before the end of the well, episode, yeah. cannibalism yeah. fetish. It looks like it's a and real thing. It. And <laughs> and Melanie will explain why she's into it. We definitely need to unpack that one just yeah. a tad, just a little bit. Yeah. Um, now, also in Melanie and Me Business, um, of course, we do the radio show together, the morning program, Big Mornings on Big 101 mm-hmm. in Barrie. Um, and then Melanie has JJ and Melanie. That's a previous episode. Go back and listen or watch to it uh, or watch it in uh, uh, in our previous episodes. Um, that was a riot. And I will say, Melanie, too, that uh, was the number one listened to episode of 2020 uh, was that oh, one. Nice. Which is, uh, yeah, which is cool. But uh, awesome. Um, but I just thought that we have just so much to discuss that we, you know, had to re team up just you and I after all the things yeah. we talked about this morning. Um, but, yeah. But some good laughs there, and uh, please go back and check that out. Um, we also are intertwined because we both had a COVID scare recently. Dude. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, and I I actually blame Chris for this COVID scare. I think it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Even when I phoned sure. I phoned Melody up, I was like, "Hey, uh, so I gotta talk to you. Uh, this I know this is gonna freak you out. Like I had to prep her ahead of time, so just sit down for yeah. a second. And I said, "Yeah, yeah. I gotta go get a COVID test. I'm not gonna be in work tomorrow. Um, and uh, luckily, short story long, uh, you know, we're negative. We're good. We're okay. Yeah. But there was a minute was- there, right? Yeah, it was, it's such a weird thing because, like, I mean, we all know now that anything that happens, if you just feel a little stuffy, I mean, our, our minds obviously go yeah. right to COVID. But we had, like, all the symptoms. And yeah. I didn't have the full-on fever. But Chris said he had the oh, fever. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Lord, not the fever. <laughs> it's got to be COVID. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was freaking out. And, yeah, I'm, I'm super – I am a bit of a hypochondriac. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. I was, I was shitting my pants. Um, and then I, I just, I wasn't, I was feeling pretty bad. So I decided not to go into work because how do you like, that's the other thing. It's like, I didn't want to not go into work because yeah. I, you weren't there. And it's one of those things you don't want to let anybody down. I want to tell us and then do they believe you when you think you have COVID or do they think you're trying to get some time off? Yeah. Like you just don't know what it is. Right. So it's like that really weird nerve wracking thing. And then I thought, well, you know, it's my responsibility. I feel like shit. I have to say that I'm going in for a test. And um, so I booked the test. I got my test that night, which I thought was kind of cool. It was really quick. It was impressive Um, from like a government infrastructure scale, how quickly we were able to get in and get out and get a test. Yeah. And get a result. Yeah. Yeah. And the test itself, I mean, I went in on Friday night. It was pretty busy there. I thought to myself, well, if I didn't have COVID, I might have it now. It's a very strange place to be when there's like a bunch of people in yeah. a little room all thinking they got COVID. I was like, Ugh. like if I wasn't positive, you know, it's it's such a weird thing. Oh, um, there was the a test, guy. The test wasn't so bad. Yeah, the guy. There was a guy six feet ahead of me, and the doctors were asking him, "Hey, what uh, what are your symptoms?" And he's like, "Oh, I can't smell or taste anything." And I'm like, "Oh fuck, this guy's got it for sure." And I looked. I took. Right? A, I took a step back as soon as he said that. I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, Ugh, "I'm taking a step back." I'm gonna walk back here a little yeah. bit. <laughs> yes, it was that's crazy. the thing. Like it's terrifying when you go in there, but you you really don't have a choice. Um, but they were pretty cool. I mean, I don't know if, if you've ever had a tube down your nose. Ooh. Anybody, maybe. I had no. my uh, vocal cords checked, so I kind of have felt that before. I remember. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's it's a weird feeling. and it's, it, But it's quick, though. It's like five to ten seconds. Yeah, the in and out wasn't the problem. It was when they swirled it around. Like, I was like, are you yeah. scrambling my brains up there? Like, what's going on in there? <laughs> like, it's, it was, I was the yeah. funky sensation. Is what yeah. that was. And yeah. just and just when you think like they're like right in there and they're far enough, they just take yes. a little further. Yeah. <laughs> like really, did you have to? I think you're just being bitchy right now. Yeah, you know? I feel like I, <laughs> I feel like it's a dominatrix and she's like, I will take you to your limits. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, does she just not like me? Because I feel like that was just a little step too far. Yeah. But um it was it was pretty cool and then i got a call for my results i didn't get just like i didn't yeah. have to check the email i got a right. call a phone call yeah and what it, yeah and and the it was, doctor said what congratulations right like it was like it was like uh it was that was what he said yeah it was so weird it was just quick like he was like hey melanie martin whatever congratulations <laughs> you're negative for COVID 19 i was like congratulations yeah what is this <laughs> 
Pardon? When did that happen? Yeah, give me a break. He, yeah, it was kind of weird. He was laughing a little bit, though, because it's just like you kind of take it by surprise. Like, what do you mean, congratulations? Yeah. But yeah. I guess. Um, but during that time, like, it's like you're, I don't know, like, you, some people have bigger homes, a little bit easier. I'm yeah. in a very small place. And I was just thinking, like, a, I wasn't feeling well, so I was nervous that it was going to get worse. That was like what I was kind of panicking about. Yeah. Um, and then just thinking like 14 days in here, like, you know, just three days or whatever it was of strict quarantine. I had groceries delivered. I didn't go in my car. I couldn't go because you can't go anywhere. And I was just sitting here going like, how am I going to do this for 14 days? Like, I'm going to be insane. Yeah. I'm going to order food just for the sake of boredom. Like just order food and eat. Like what else do you do? Yeah. And and who can afford to order, skip the dishes seven days a week for 14 days. That's two weeks solid. I mean, yeah. that's, that gets pricey. And then also the pounds that you put on, there was a great, uh, a meme out there. Somebody, uh, some, someone on Twitter or someone, I don't remember. Uh, I wish I had a copy of it or a screen cap, but I didn't, uh, but it was, uh, it, John Hamm is in awfully great shape for the amount of skip the dishes that he orders. And, right. Uh, I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, but that would be your quarantine right there. You, you, you cause nobody's prepared with the amount of food that you would have to have. Right. I would. Well, I the amount wouldn't. of food, the amount of food that you would have to have. And also just, just, Boredom. I ordered my groceries um, from like Uber Groceries. Oh, right. That's an option. And, right. Yeah. And I had like a shit ton delivered. And I'm like, okay, I'm all settled. I got everything. I'm good. I'm going to be all right. Um, but then like that night, I'm like, now what? <laughs> you know, now I'm going to order Chinese food. Like it just, just that is sheer boredom. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, I, like, and there's, a, I, I watched a lot of Netflix and all the things, but it's like, I mean, 14 days. It's tough. It really gave me, I, I take this to serious time a little bit, but it, it gave me a new perspective on what um, our elderly especially are going through in those long-term care homes. Yeah. Like those are tiny little rooms that they're in. Yep. You know, they, they don't have the luxury of being in a big home or being able to go upstairs, downstairs, backyard, whatever. They're in these little rooms and they've been there since like March, you know, it, it really gave me a new perspective that way. And that was Pretty. three days. Like that was three days yeah. waiting for a test to come back. Right. And, and just staying yeah. inside. Right. And, and yeah. imagine that being all the way back to March. That's yeah. wild to think about. Right. Totally. Can't imagine. Yeah. I mean, imagine if it wasn't negative, imagine if it was positive, actually <laughs> imagine if I was negative and you were positive, that would be, <laughs> how, oh how, my did that how did that happen? Uh, <laughs> Weirder things I have happened. There's an article on Nar City that. And the whole time I was thinking, if I have it, at least I can blame Chris. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who do you blame, right? Because <laughs> I was, yeah, because yeah, I was the one who went down first. Yeah. Uh, but uh, here's one that's uh, an article: Ontario testing error led to multiple people being told they had COVID nineteen when they didn't. Whoa, whoa! Imagine having. Yeah. Imagine having to scared me. I just read that today. Oh, you're breaking up there, Mel. We got frozen, Mel. Yeah, I just got. Oh, that you're too. back. There we go. Uh, oh, do I look cute though, frozen? You, yeah, it was good. It wasn't an it wasn't an ugly frozen face. It wasn't like like you didn't look like a troll doll. Uh, anyways, okay, as long as it's not ugly. <laughs> but imagine okay. imagine having to do that 14 day quarantine, thinking that you had. COVID 
and having to, yeah. you know, shelter and, and do all the precautions and everything and then find out, oh, no, we made a mistake. That would suck. Oh, yeah, that would suck huge. And it would suck the other way around, too. I mean, thinking that because they said it went both ways, like yeah. <laughs> imagine being told like you and I, you know, we both got negative COVID tests. Now yeah. I'm like, shit, I certainly hope they were accurate because, you know, you're back at work and exposing other people. It's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. If they can screw that up, could they screw something else up? Like it creates like a false sense of of uh, of security or uh, insecurity, yeah. I guess. Um, exactly. We got uh, uh, another announcement coming down from the government tomorrow. I don't know. They're going to say uh, what's like they're going to say they're going to put more measures in. But I mean, what's worse than lockdown? We're already in lockdown. What what's next? Where do we go from here? I don't know. Um, but. I can tell you at the the last Doug Ford press conference, I don't know what I'm trying to figure out, too. I don't know who in the last press conference else noticed this, but how could you not that in the background, Minister Stephen Lecce, he's he's he was packing heat during the press conference. Take a look at this. Yeah. Melanie, you saw that video on my Twitter. It's out there. Uh, it's getting a lot of a lot of heat, shall we say, on on Twitter, <laughs> and and rightfully so, so. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's very impressive. I was like, dude, who is this guy? Why have I not been into politics all this time? <laughs> <laughs> it's quite impressive. But I'm like, is he is he hard or is he just like that's just I him? Think- I think he's he's a shower, not a grower. I think that's just him hanging out in the background. Unless, of course, uh, lockdowns make him hard. Unless, <laughs> unless lockdowns get him randy. Listen, I'm not I'm not the dick expert, despite what's happening on your no. podcast, and it's kind of like this trending thing. I am not. I'm not trying to paint but... you that way either, but it just seems to be falling into place. <laughs> Yeah, I have nothing against them, though. No, no, uh, big fan. But his in particular, I was like, if he's not hard, he's uh, and he's just there. Like, it's pretty good. Like, I'm. Uh, it's quite impressive. Yeah, I, I did yeah. some did some digging on this guy, Melanie. Um, his portfolio, by the way, for the Ontario government, he is the education minister. He looks after the kids. Oh. He's in charge of the kids. <laughs> <laughs> You might want it. Like, don't you guys have tighter underwear that can hide that shit? Like, I don't know. Man, it's like, <laughs> I don't think any underwear could house that. Uh, there was someone on Twitter today who said it looked like a stack or a roll of dimes. And I was like, what? I yeah. think you're selling him short. A roll of dimes. Yeah. That's like a roll of silver dollars. Yeah. No, it's definitely not a roll of dimes. There's yeah. no chance. Way bigger than that. <laughs> yeah. Someone needs some glasses. Uh, That's the thing with guys. I said that because I have seen, you know, a lot of that. I'm like, why don't you tuck it or something? Like, (laughs) don't you like try to do something with it so it's not just out there on display? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, Chris. You're the one with the dick. What do you do with it? I listen. I don't have a dick like that, so I don't know what to do with a dick like that. (laughs) Shit. You know what I would do, Melanie, if I had a dick like that? You know what I would do? It would be out. It would just be out all the time. Just hey, how's it going, everyone? Just walk in. Hello, yes, that's my dick right there. I own that thing. That's... Uh, right. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's where it is. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
Um, Donald Trump. All right, let's just touch on this, yes. Melanie. I know, I know. All right. I know, I know, I know. Uh, the T word. He was banned from every app. Uh, his mm -hmm. phone is basically a brick. What do you do with a brick? Like, what do you do? Do you have to make a phone call now? Yeah. Do you have to. I feel like he's gonna start tweeting uh, through other people's accounts. Obviously. Right. I mean, his kids. His kids are still on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, that's how the kids do it. They just go, "Oh yeah, you like you deleted me, or you you, you know you hid me, or whatever the fuck." Yeah. They just find someone else's to go on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or I'm sure, yeah. you know what? He could find a Russian bot as well that he could just yeah. assume totally. at some point. Um, that whole thing is weird. Are you, are you, are do you feel like that's the right thing to do? To I am, him entirely? I am uh, conflicted on that, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, taking it to serious town. But yeah, mm -hmm. I, you know, you know, Melanie, you know how I am very much... Uh, a liberal but a conflicted liberal in a lot of ways in that you know i find that modern day liberalism is turning into the word police and the fun police and and it used to be the other way around when i was a kid you know it used to be the conservatives were like telling you not to do things and now for some reason it's the liberals telling you always not to do things you know mm -hmm. and i'm just like mm -hmm. what happened here you know it used to be about freedom of expression freedom of speech so there's some of those concerns that i have and when you mm -hmm. see something like that happen, um, you get concerned like that. But in this mm -hmm. case, I'm a thousand percent for it. I mean, that yeah. guy needed to be stopped. He was, and yeah. he was unstoppable. I mean, look at all the things that, that they tried to take him down with over the years. Impeachment, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Like from day one, there was corruption that they were exposing. Nothing could seem to the grabber by the, you know, everything. There, you think everything had to be so outrageous that that was going to sink Donald Trump, right? Mm -hmm. Everything you thought was going to be the end of him. And he still kept surviving and surviving. You know what? The only way to do it now is to just cut off his access to social media, cut off his following, cut off his mob that, that, that he gets to command with that social media following, right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, now all he can do is pick up a phone and call someone or text someone because he doesn't have any apps. And, and, and that's safer because anyone who's going to take his phone call already is, is one of his people. You know, he's not going to be able to influence. Yeah. That's yeah. The way I feel about I it. I mean, I, I agree with you. Uh, you know, the freedom of speech thing really scares me and big yeah. tech getting involved like that. I mean, how quickly big tech can just decide, boom, like we're going to cancel the president of the United States, whether yeah. it's Trump or it's not Trump. Um, I just feel like, wow, what a big move. You yeah. know, what a huge move that that scares me a little bit. Um, but I agree. Yeah. Like someone like Trump, obviously, he needs he needed to be silenced. Um, but it, it's, it's something to think about, you know, like these, uh, that's Mark Zuckerberg sitting there going, yeah, okay, we're done. Yeah. He's out. Yeah. And, and it's scary, you know, I, there's a lot of people turning on Trump now, but how convenient also that you're turning on him now, you know, mm -hmm. when he's on his at way out at the end, when he's on, <laughs> you know, like, isn't that convenient? You yeah. know, where were you yeah. when we needed you back, you know, a year ago in impeachment or, you know, whatever. I say we like I have some kind of stake in it. I'm just some Canadian, but it's everywhere that, you know, everyone's got a, an angle on it. But sure. You know, where were these people when the Democrats or when when sane, not even Democrats, let's not even make it about a side. Let's just say when sane minded people needed mm -hmm. some of these people to check the president, they didn't.
And uh, yeah, that's bothersome. Yeah. Whether it's social media companies, private industry, whatever, or fellow cabinet members or people of the Re- Republican Party, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, was there um, something so unprecedented, or where he was inciting violence? I like. I'm trying to think back in the last few years. That was so bold yeah. and obvious. Like this one was so bold and obvious. You know, you couldn't really hide behind anything. He did tell them to, you know, walk. And like he said, yeah. he would walk with them even. Yeah. So, I mean, <sighs> this one they couldn't hide. He couldn't hide from, right? No, there's no way. Yeah, there's no way. Just like kind of like uh, the George Floyd video. There's no way that that video could be misinterpreted. There's no way that yeah. that video could have yeah. could have been skewed or someone yeah. could have said X, Y, Z about it or debated it. It was just cold blooded murder. Like that's what it was, yeah. you know? And, yeah. and, uh, and I think that's the same thing when everyone saw that and what the president did and, and, you know, that was just, okay. Everyone said, yeah, okay. That's, it is what it is. Right. Um, yeah. and some of these, yeah. and this is not the first, time that this take has been taken but some of these uh are, has been given but uh some of these followers of donald trump that did storm the capitol the other day or the, the or the congress the other day uh i mean like pfft, they're not they weren't exactly the winners of america you know what i mean like the the, the, the horn guy the, the viking <laughs> horn guy it turns out he lives in his mom's basement yeah you know like there's yeah. a trickle down of stories now these people are being identified like these are, but in this, in a way, and doesn't that doesn't that scare you? Doesn't that scare you a little bit to think um, that that guy and all of those people now have they they know that their leader has been blocked from here? Like, doesn't it scare you that maybe they're gonna? you know, start something somewhere else that we don't know about. Yes. Something less public. Like, well, me. see, Melanie, here's the thing is, I think that that was, those were just the jokers. Those were just the, um, you know, in medieval times, let's say the farmers with pitchforks and torches, you know, the real soldiers uh, did not show themselves the other day. And, and I do believe yeah. there is some sort of militia gearing up right now for a conflict. I, I mean, I don't want to be so fucking negative, but I mean, like, I just don't see how America pulls out of this with it. Okay. Like, if I can for a second, I know it's my podcast, Melanie, but let's just dive into my area of expertise yeah. here. I just, you know, I know this is this is really deep into the, the into war stuff, but like, you know, my time in the Afghan conflict in Afghanistan, and that's my it was is for sure I, I studied intensely on that for like four years of my life and, and worked, you know, tirelessly um with the war effort there. And and so um, you know, the the, uh, the idea that a country can have a segment of its population, let's say 35% of America, uh, you know, 35% of them are QAnon or 30, 30 to 35% of them are extreme type people who agree with the storming of the Capitol, that agree with what happened or were supporting or were there themselves. If that's 30% of your country, which it looks statistically like it probably is, something in those mm-hmm. numbers like in America, that's not un comparable to the Taliban in Afghanistan. About 30% of the country, 30 to 40% of the country supported the Taliban regime. They were the old president that was deposed by America. So, you know, when you put put that into perspective, look how long the Afghan war dragged out. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at uh, uh, Northern Ireland and, and yeah. Southern Ireland, like these these conflicts where there's two extreme ideologies that just, just there's zero common ground. 
There's zero between whatever these mm-hmm. QAnon people believe, which is crazy that that's even in, in a discussion point. Mm-hmm. But there's so, there's nothing to agree on there. There's no common ground. There's no compromise on that kind of the discussion, yeah. right? So I just don't see how this gets resolved. But it's a start. Yeah, start I don't think. Yeah, him. and I certainly don't think uh, that with with Biden jumping in, everyone's feeling like, oh, it's just going to be okay. I yeah. mean, it's yeah. not. Yeah, and it's going to take some time and. Uh, I don't know. I look at it and I just kind of reflected on it a, a number of times and thought, holy shit, America, you are just so divided. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, I know it's so simplistic, but it's true. It's just like, what happened? I'm waiting you for, know? I'm waiting wow. for Donald Trump to announce his shadow government where he's got yeah. shadow ministers and, and yeah. his own militia. And he's going to start wearing like a military uniform, like Gaddafi did in Libya and start calling himself a Colonel. I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting. That's right out of the dictator's playbook. And that's exactly what he is. I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he tried. Yeah, I really wouldn't. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyways, let's move on to yeah. something a little more tasteful. And by tasteful, I mean, just a tad more. Uh, all right, let's jump into cannibalism fetish, Melanie. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we can go from Donald Trump and the problems of the geopolitical world to actor yeah. Army Hammer. Is he a cannibal? That's the question that's uh, floating about these days. Yeah. Uh, okay, so off the top, these these texts get released on Twitter. And they do say um, it's from multiple victims of Army Hammer. Um, mm. They say that he used things to manipulate them. No one knows whether these are even real at this point. Um, if it's just like, it's very confusing. And he hasn't really come out to say as, as of at this time, um, whether or not they're true. But, you know, when someone says cannibalism, everyone's like, ew obviously right yeah yes yes i know (laughs) but hear me out hear me out on cannibalism okay (laughs) i think those guys on the last podcast had an easier time convincing me that wrestling is cool (laughs) all right but anyways it's not the act of cannibalism okay that's kind of hot it's all the stuff around it he didn't say, I want to eat you. He said that he wants to like hold her heart and have control of her. Um, and uh-huh. a tweet or a lot of the text, if they are, um, he said, he did say, I'm 100% a cannibal. I want to eat you. But <laughs> that's fucked up. But also there's something hot about uh, the rest of the tweets where he's kind of like, He's trying to control her um, from a distance and be very, you know, he's dominating her. Um, I don't know why. I think there is something sexy about that. I know uh-huh. I'm saying this out loud. Yeah. This is on record, ca- Melanie. This isn't even a live stream that can get pulled. Like, I've got this now on tape. Not the cannibalism part. I don't <laughs> actually want a dude to eat me. No, don't worry. I'm going to but- ch- chop it up so it sounds like you're pro cannibalism don't worry but it's just like it's just like i don't know i like things that are different i like it dirty i like the dirty talk i like the aggression a little bit within reason you know you're playing um i don't think there's anything wrong with having a fetish yeah you know so 
So is that- I mean, I'm not into the Hannibal Lecter thing, but I just, I can understand why he has a weird fetish as long as he's not like acting on it. But is it for real? Because it's kind of 50-50 out there. Like half the internet thinks that these things have been faked. Right. Yes. There's so, that. So the thing that, so everyone thinks, so there's there's the text messages that have been leaked or supposedly leaked that people say are faked. But what Melanie's yeah. talking about are, are specifically are about tweets from 2017 yeah. that he liked that were fetish style tweets that he didn't, I guess, realize in 2017 that your likes are public. You can see what yeah. tweets you've liked. And so people have found that out and and have traced back to some of these uh, rather cannibalistic fetish type accounts and, and, and tell videos. me, tell me what woman, and feel free to at me, that's fine. Tell me what woman has not read a vampire book oh. and wanted the vampire <laughs> to come in the middle of the fucking night. <sighs> don't tell me that you don't. Because you do. It's a fantasy. That's what fantasies are for. That's why people have fetishes. I don't actually want a vampire to slice me open, but if a hot, sexy dude came in and like grabbed me and just like ravished me, yeah, I'm down for that. I'm like, like it's fine. So maybe that fantasy. Maybe we need to rename it. I think cannibalism fetish is not the right term for it. Maybe vampire yeah. vampire fetish might be better. I'm just, you know, when you say vampire, it has the Hollywood vibe to it. And you think of sparkling people yeah. and Edward uh, Scissorhands and, you know, whatever. Uh, but they're actually biting you. They're biting you and sucking your blood. It's kind of the same thing. So so explain more of this to me, Melanie, because I only looked at a few of these, <laughs> a few of these tweets. Is there actual biting that goes on in some of this? You're, for so- real? In the alleged, at this point, uh, text messages, he said, Mm -hmm. do you want me to read it? Yeah, please. Yeah, verbatim. He said, (laughs) oh my God, that just made me so hard. And it makes me confused as to why. Is that even possible? So hard. Thinking of holding your heart in my hand and controlling it when it beats. I am 100% a cannibal. I want to eat you. Fuck, that's scary to admit. I've never admitted that before. I've cut the heart out of a living animal before and eaten it while it was still warm. <laughs> so that was the text. Those point. are the texts. That's not the tweets from 2017. Oh. Hold on. Sorry. That's okay. There we go. Right in the middle of your podcast. Sorry. That's okay, buddy. <laughs> uh, it's all right. It happens all the time. Uh, it's, it's modern day. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so... Yeah. The, those are the modern, those are the texts, right? That That's not yeah, the... So that's, that's a text. And okay. then this one, he says, okay, so you don't get, you don't get a lot of the in-between conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, or my angel, you're made to save me. You're mine. You hear me? Say it now. She replies, I am yours. I belong to you. That's fucking hot. Okay? I was just, that's fucking hot. I was going to say, Mel, your, that's, I, that's hot. That's, that's a nice piece of uh, literature there. That's not bad. That's not bad. It's not bad. He, he goes on to say, say that you're mine. I own you now. I'll own you forever. <laughs> she says, I do. I'm yours. That, that's just conversation. That's just fantasy. Like, 
Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. way would I ever want a guy to actually talk to me like that in real life. Like I fucking own you, bitch. Bitch, <laughs> bye. You know. But in the bedroom, I see you can fucking talk to me like that. It's fine. Bring it on. It's do, hot. Do you not in think those though, moments? Do you not think though that nowadays, you know, post Me Too, and not that we're over it, but you know, like you know, the more modern society. I think there's a lot of guys who would be more afraid to come out of the yeah. gate with that kind of behavior that's that you know that might be sure. how do you talk to your partner about that i mean not you specifically melanie or if you'd like to use your own examples but how would one break the news to their partner you know hypothetically i like to be dominated yeah like- <laughs> um yeah no i think most guys you're right i i think most guys nowadays especially are probably quite nervous um place but i think if you're i can't if someone came out the gate and talked to me that i wouldn't handle it well right but if you're actively seeking just a sexual fantasy then you're looking for specific people that's one thing if you're in a relationship with someone i think that you should be having that open conversation these are the things i like what about um, and you guys play. I mean, why not? That's the fun of being a partner. I guess. It takes to warm them up to that if they're not all open to it. Yeah. But you got to have the conversations with your partner about it. Well, I guess I'll just uh, take that tweet there. I'll take that. I'll take that text and I'll go upstairs and read it to the missus and be like, read it verbatim to her. I want to control you. I want to yeah. grab your beating heart. I'll see what she does. I'll see. I'll see how it comes off. I'll see, you know. Maybe we'll. I can't see it coming from you. She's gonna be like, "What's wrong with you?" <laughs> uh, Melanie. No, Martin. but I mean that's why Christian Gray, Christian right. Gray did so well in uh, the books. Like, what was the books again? I can't remember. The um, the the, the, you know, the series. You know, the, the series. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> the, yeah, you know which one I'm talking about. Fifty Shades of Gray. That's it. Like, yeah. Because he was so dominating and so hot about it. And I mean, he was spanking her. He was doing the thing like women were loving it because there is that sort of fantasy if it's in a safe environment. Yeah. Army Hammer is also very hot. So he probably thinks I can do whatever I want. Unfortunately, I don't like this part, but like, you know, he's famous. He's hot. He thinks he can do and say whatever he wants. Mm -hmm. That's a little different. But Again, in a safe environment with someone you love. Yeah. Far away. Well, Army Hammer. What a name, too, eh? He has to have Hammer in his name. Like that's. Yeah. Yeah. Do we do we have a lead on yeah. uh, his Hammer at all? There's no. Uh... I tried. I didn't see anything. Not oh, really. Not unlike the the finance <laughs> or no this education minister for Ontario. We got a lead on yeah, him. We got a lead on that guy. <laughs> oh man, look at that thing go. Hey, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Melanie Martin, love having you on, man. I'll see you in the morning. I guess we got another show to do. Yeah. We just, you know, keep do doing shows, <laughs> keep doing it. You can check out Melanie, JJ and Melanie unfiltered. They've got a podcast also on the Dean Blundell network as is big Chris live. We'll be live streaming again. You can find us on Dean tube for the next live stream YouTube, but for DeanBlundell.com, you get the deal. Dean tube also, As always, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for the feedback. And again, Melanie Martin, thanks for uh, being the guest and uh, mixing up the genders. 
here on the podcast. Hey. Yeah. Anytime, yeah, man. Thanks right. for having me. Going back to the Melanie well. <laughs> <laughs> It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.